Welcome to Power Past the Competition, the podcast where John Latka, a retail automotive expert with an undeniable track record in sales leadership, employee development, and performance management, shares ways and means to help you get energized and rev up sales. And now, here's your host, John Latka. Welcome back, everyone. I'm John Latka, and this is Power Past the Competition, podcast number six. Today, I'll be talking about mental ownership through presentation and demonstration. As COVID restrictions are lifted and in-person traffic increases at dealerships, we should never underestimate the home ice or home field advantage, and in our case, That's the experience you get at the dealership, that critical personal touch, especially when it comes to creating mental ownership. There are three major steps in the selling and buying process. Selection, mental ownership, and commitment. From my perspective, the most important is mental ownership because it's at that point that your prospect actually buys the vehicle. And if your prospect does not own it mentally, he or she will never commit financially. So how do we help create mental ownership? Through a professional walk-around presentation followed by a professional demonstration drive. These are the most critical steps in the sales and buying process, and sadly, probably the most neglected and poorly performed. The idea of a complete and thorough walk-around, once they've selected a vehicle, is to educate them and create excitement by enthusiastically presenting the features, benefits, and advantages of the vehicle they've selected. Make sure to focus on their specific needs and wants as it relates to motivating factors like comfort, safety, performance, utility, styling, and budget that you've uncovered during the selection process. As you do your walk around, remember to point out the feature, what it is, the advantage, what it does, and the benefit, what's in it for your prospect. They know they want or need a new vehicle, and it's up to you to reinforce their choice and create mental ownership, that desire to own the vehicle. Compliment their choice during the walk-around and share any third-party accolades or awards. Make sure you're up to date on your product knowledge and know some pertinent facts for every new vehicle in your lineup. Statements like these reassure your prospect on their choice. If the vehicle is in the showroom, that's great. However, if it's outside, you need to pull the vehicle out of the row and isolate it from the rest. Make sure you're not blocking traffic and allow plenty of room for your walk around. You'll need to unlock the hood, doors, and trunk or cargo area and keep the keys in your pocket where they're easy to find. Then let your prospect know you're going to do a brief show and tell 
about a few things of interest regarding their chosen vehicle. As you perform your walk around and point out features, advantages, and benefits, you want to be asking them yes or no questions about features that are most important to them that will likely be answered with a yes. The more times that prospects say yes, the more likely they're going to give you the ultimate yes and buy the vehicle when the time comes. Now, be careful not to overuse this approach. I suggest you start the walk around at the hood of the car. Open the hood and point out items you feel would be important or at least pertain to them based on specific motivating factors like comfort, safety, performance, utility, styling, and budget that you've uncovered during the selection process. Remember that everyone has different things that are important to them. And when you customize your walk around to them and their motivation factors, you will reinforce their choice and have less chance of losing their attention. The pace of your walk around should be based on their level of interest. If you notice your prospect is losing interest, pick up the pace and move on to something that will pique their interest. Keep an eye on their body language. It will dictate how fast or slow each step of your walk around should be. After the hood, move to the passenger side of the vehicle. Open the door and show them the easy access and the amount of room available for their passengers. If they have young children, point out the hookup for child car seats and other safety features like side curtain airbags. Don't be afraid to have them participate in the walk around by asking them to get in and out of the vehicle when appropriate. Always use some common sense and show only what appeals to your prospect. Be careful not to take standard features for granted because to the people who only buy a new vehicle every three to seven years, it may be a deal maker. So make sure to include them in your presentation because chances are your competition didn't. Now it's time to move to the trunk or cargo area. If the vehicle has a remote release or power hatch, use it to demonstrate the convenience. Make sure you point out cargo capacity in terms that are easy to understand, like the number of hockey or golf bags that will fit. It's also an opportunity to bring up some safety features like rear crumple zones and backup camera and anything else that is unique to your product. While walking around the vehicle, make sure to point out even obvious things like body side protective moldings, alloy wheels, and anything else that may create or add value. You can also ask them to look at the vehicle from an angle to accent the lines, the styling, and even the color. By now, you've made it around the vehicle to the driver's area where you can focus on interior features, advantages, and benefits. Remember, this is a precursor to the demonstration drive because you and the prospect are inside the vehicle, which makes it easier to cover some things. For the purposes of clarification, the walk around is really nothing more than a formal show and tell. You don't need to be a total product genius, but you do need enough product knowledge to make a great impression, build value in the vehicle, 
and earn the trust and confidence of the prospect because they see you as the expert. Other than product knowledge, the most important part of the walk around is your level of enthusiasm because enthusiasm is extremely contagious. So make your presentation informative, interesting, entertaining, enthusiastic, and timely. Remember, a great walk around is the foundation of mental ownership. Now here's something I think you'll find interesting. I saw it unfold while on a consulting and training assignment at a local dealership. Two women came into the showroom and were promptly and professionally greeted by a salesperson. As it turned out, one of the ladies was from out of province and flew here to visit her sister. The one from out of province just purchased a new vehicle and her sister wanted to see what it looked like, so they came in to have a look. The salesperson was very accommodating and proceeded to show them the exact model that just happened to be in the showroom. As the ladies started to look around the vehicle, the salesperson asked if he could do a walk-around presentation for them. This way, the one that lived locally would have more insight in what her sister purchased. The salesperson asked some questions relative to motivation factors and then proceeded to perform one of the best walk-around presentations I've ever witnessed. He took about 20 minutes and answered a number of questions the local lady had. When the presentation was over, the sales consultant asked if there were any other questions and much to his surprise, the local lady asked if she could buy the one on the showroom floor so she could have the same vehicle as her sister. It just goes to show how powerful a professional walk-around presentation can be. Now, on to demonstration rides. The purpose of the demonstration drive is to validate claims made during the presentation and further build mental ownership. Now, as you can imagine, there's often confusion between a demonstration drive and a test drive. So let me clarify. A demonstration drive takes place on a predetermined route where the salesperson drives first and demonstrates the vehicle's capabilities like braking, ride, acceleration, steering, handling, and technology. This way, the prospect can see and feel how the vehicle responds without having to worry about traffic. A test drive is when a prospect takes a vehicle for a ride on their own. In this situation, the salesperson has no control over where the prospect is going or how they're handling the vehicle. The following is for when rules around COVID allow us to be in a vehicle with a prospect. I'm definitely not a fan of letting prospects go on their own because if the walk around presentation is the cake, the demonstration drive is the icing and is critical to the concept of mental ownership. Furthermore, it's a great opportunity to build more value in the vehicle, build more rapport with the prospect, and gauge their level of interest. So, let's proceed with the salesperson driving first. Before we take the prospect to the vehicle, make sure the vehicle is clean inside and out, 
make sure it has sufficient fuel, make sure the dealer plate or tag is attached, and warm or cool the vehicle depending on the season. All right, Mr. or Miss Prospect, let's take this vehicle for a drive. Please get in the passenger side, and I'll point out a few things while I drive, and then we'll switch at a safe place down the road so you can fully experience all the features we talked about in the presentation. Now, at this point, you can take some time to demonstrate and explain those features that may be different or new to them in this model, especially technology. As you drive off, you can demonstrate or explain the ride, acceleration, comfort, or anything that ties into the features, advantages, and benefits you covered during your walk around. And when you feel the time is right, you should be using statements and asking questions like, comfortable ride, isn't it? Great in the corner, right? It's really quiet, isn't it? All of these statements are positive and are meant to reinforce their choice of vehicle. In addition, they're creating more yeses to underpin mental ownership. When you stop to change places during the demonstration drive, have your prospect come around and get comfortable by adjusting the driver's seat, steering wheel, inside and outside rearview mirrors, along with any other adjustments the vehicle may have. Make sure they're comfortable, because comfort is one of the main reasons why people buy. Now that they're comfortable, explain some features within their reach, like climate control, cruise control, the sound system, Bluetooth, and anything else they need to know. You don't want your prospect trying to figure things out while they're driving. Distractions would divert their attention, and we want them to feel the wheel so we can seal the deal. Make sure you give your prospect clear directions as to which way to go. Ideally, a predetermined route your dealership has developed. You want your prospect to experience more than a quick ride, so include a combination of city and highway driving, or at least a strip of road that will allow for acceleration to highway speeds. Try to avoid roads with potholes and railroad tracks, and at this point, let them know that you're going to be quiet and let the vehicle do the talking, so they can experience everything that it has to offer. One of the biggest mistakes you can make during the demonstration drive is to keep talking and talking and talking. You really need to shut up and let mental ownership take hold. Now, there will be times when your prospect may want to drive a bit longer and even by themselves, and that's okay with management's approval. If your prospects consist of a couple, then you need to make sure the other person drives too, without being pushy. You can either use the same route or extend the route as needed. Pay close attention to your prospect's verbal and nonverbal actions and reactions. Done right. The hands-on experience of the demo drive engage all the senses of your prospect, and at the end of the drive, instruct them where to park. I suggest next to their current vehicle, if they have a trade, or the sold row, if your dealership has one. Ideally, 
You want the vehicle to be isolated from the rest of your inventory, and before either of you exit the vehicle, ask some trial closing questions to confirm selection so you can move on to the next step. Here's a couple of examples. So, is it everything you were looking for? Let's go inside and see what the numbers look like. The objective here is to ensure that we've selected the right vehicle and that mental ownership has taken place. Once that's confirmed, give them a brief tour, introducing them to the service department, the customer lounge, show them where the washrooms are, and point out special features like a shuttle service and hours of operation. Remember, you're selling vehicles but you're also selling the dealership and yourself. Now, take them to your desk and help them transition to the commitment stage. Before we wrap up, here's a story on demo drives you need to hear. And I know it's true because it happened to me. Two young men came into the dealership where I was working as a salesperson. The buyer wanted to see and then drive a standard shift VW Rabbit. He, the buyer, brought his friend along because he couldn't drive a standard shift, but the friend could. The walk-around presentation went so well that I knew he was going to buy. As we got ready for the demonstration drive, the buyer asked if his friend could drive. The request was not unreasonable. He knew how to drive a standard shift, so I sat in the back seat. After a number of city blocks, I knew I was in trouble because the friend didn't know how to show the performance and handling capabilities of the vehicle. As a matter of fact, he almost stalled it once and missed a shift another time. I asked him to pull over in a safe spot and then had him take the back seat as I took the wheel. I then asked both of them to hold on to the grips above the doors as I put the vehicle through its paces from city streets to a winding back road and back again. I could see the smile on the buyer's face and hear the wows coming out of his mouth. He was impressed. When we got back to the dealership, he was ready to buy and took delivery the next day. If I hadn't been there and taken the wheel, to properly demonstrate the vehicle, I know I wouldn't have had a deal. Now, please note, I'm not saying that you can't sell a vehicle without a proper walk-around presentation and demonstration drive. I am, however, saying that you will not sell as many. And there ends our program on building mental ownership through presentation and demonstration. So, if you'd like to learn more, you can reach out to me through John Latka on LinkedIn or call toll-free at 877-708-8484. If you enjoy this podcast, please like it, write a five-star review, and download or subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next week, God bless and stay safe. Past the Competition with John Ladka airs every week and is sponsored by Automotive Business Solutions. Automotive Business Solutions, a boutique consulting agency offering workshops, seminars, and performance-specific software to help you power past the competition. 
Find Automotive Business Solutions online at AutomotiveBusinessSolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Podstarter.